And hey everyone, we are live. Welcome to episode 7 of Extreme Drowis, an all-girl, all-drow adventure through the Underdark. I am your dungeon master, Travis Legg. Uh, we are going to hop right into the action because last session, um, the ladies had been accosted as they were leaving uh, the slave trade village of Lisbon. They were assaulted by a pair of Shatterkai elves uh, from the Shadowfell, servants of, of the um, of the Raven Queen. Had sort of been trailing them, and they, they got into a fight. Um, after uh, Roja was beaten basically to unconsciousness, um, and Akroma was able to use, I believe, some acidic fire or alchemist spark. I don't remember which one you threw it one of the Shattered Kai and knocked him uh, directly on his ass and, and uh, he was melty, I believe. So the other Shattered Kai has now been basically rendered unconscious, but is alive. Uh, and you were all there and able to decide, I guess, what you were going to do with him next. So right now you guys are about, um, probably about 30 minutes, I want to say, travel outside of the village. Um, far enough away that you're certainly not uh, in range to like call for the guards or where you have to worry about making noise that the guards might hear. So you're, you're kind of in the wild of the Underdark and you have uh, this unconscious but still alive Shatterkai agent with you. And as you sort of are all catching your breath after this fight. You see the one that was killed, uh, their body basically start to, to blacken and then just fade into the shadows. Gross. And is this where we start talking? This is where you start talking, ladies. Yep, yeah, that, so that's pretty much it. Does anyone, everyone, have any questions or anything about that? Mm -mm. Which one did we leave alive? Did we leave alive the acid melty face one? No, the acid melty face one is the one that faded into the <laughs> shadows. The other one, uh, what? I, be I believe, was largely beaten down. If I remember correctly, it was largely uh, beaten down by Rowena and Baylor. Yep. So that thing, uh, that's mostly blunt force trauma to his face parts. <laughs> uh, so I'm in favor of questioning this guy. I agree. I think it would be useful to know why they were sent to kill us and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Two things before we wake him up. Um, I want to like go through any like his pockets, uh, any sort of clues about who he might be or what he might want. Absolutely, go ahead and make an investigation check if you don't mind for me. Thirteen. Excellent. And then I would like you to. Uh, roll percentile for me, if you don't mind. Oh, percentile. Yeah. Fine. 
48. Excellent. Oh. So you're going through his pockets. Uh, you notice, you find a couple of things. Um, first off, you find a... He's got a, a double set of, like, not really so much... They're kind of like a cross between a dagger and a dart. They're very small. You could use them probably as a handheld dagger uh, for like, you know, to stick them out kind of like between your knuckles or if you got in real close to stab someone. They're not quite mm -hmm. like slashing uh, long enough to slash. Definitely weighted for throwing. You find two of those. Um, and then also as you're going through the pockets, you find three or four different little... I guess, for lack of a better term, trinkets. Um, one second here. Bringing something up. Sorry, my uh, my D and D Beyond's not running as fast as I would like it to. Um, so first among those is you find what appears to be a lock of hair. Okay. You find a dried, like mushroom uh, spore head, like like the or not 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 head, but like the 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 top of the mushroom. The cat. <laughs> cat. Awesome. Thank you. Whatever thank you. whatever that was. Uh, I hope everyone's okay. What type of hair was it? Someone's allergic. <laughs> <laughs> It appears to be a humanoid of some sort there. Um, and the third item, and, and I'm sorry, the dried uh, mushroom cap has like engraving in it. Uh, do you read or speak dwarven? Uh, I don't think so. Nope, just common and elvish. Okay, so that's yeah, kind of gibberish. You can't quite make out what it is, but it, it almost. Uh, it, it's it's a thickness and consistency of like a wooden nickel. Okay. And then the third item that you pull from the pockets is a small, probably about the size of a baseball, glass orb that's filled with some sort of a fluid, maybe maybe water. It's. It might be something uh, else. It's, it's relatively clear. And mm -hmm. inside, a clockwork goldfish is swimming uh, circles. A clockwork goldfish? Yes. Oh, I thought it was booze. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I... I guess I'll show the items to the party and ask if anyone has any insight as to what these could be. <laughs> so I guess, does anyone speak Dwarvish? No way. Um, Don't want to either. Where is that over here? Oh. Gamma says, uh, I, can, I can talk to a dwarf if they're here. Ugh, that doesn't help. Oh, sorry. I don't read like anything. <laughs> oh, Gamma, it's okay. Thanks. 
So what's with this goldfish thing in this water? I have no idea. I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, if you'd like, you can uh, make a arcana or history check, whichever is better. And you don't read dwarvish either, do you? No? Okay, so we both roll a 20. Oh, uh, that's a six. <laughs> 11. Okay, okay. Um, and we're... we're uh, were you gonna check Lehana or no? Yeah, I got a nine for Arcana, or was it Perception? It was Arcana or History, whichever was higher. Yeah, I got nine either way. Okay, so yes. as you guys are looking at these things, you're like, it's kind of mind blowing. You're not quite, uh, not quite sure what really would have um, would the, be the purpose of this of this goldfish. Uh, the lock of hair could be just about anything, but Akroma, you got an 11 on your arcana check, is that correct? I did. So, you remember picking up somewhere uh, in some lore that you were reading about, about the Shadowfell, which is the uh, sort of spiritual realm that the Shatterkai come from, and one of the currencies of the Shadowfell and one of the things that creatures from the Shadowfell crave are um, any sort of intense memory. Okay? Because if a creature goes to the Shadowfell, the longer they spend there, the more they lose connection to their, to their memories and their feelings. So you, you just sort of become like dead and filled with ennui the longer you stay there. Um, so people from the Shadowfell, when they come to the material plane, will try to collect objects, items, people, uh, anything they can that has a, a strong memory tied to it. Okay. So I will explain that verbatim. <laughs> the group. Um, so, and then I followed up with, so obviously this was his girlfriend, the goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what it means, but that's kind of very sad. Like, I mean, why yeah. would you want to go there? Um, Baylor says, I don't think anyone goes there on purpose. <laughs> ah. So, have, have we detected, that, and this is like, have we detected that they are from the Shadowfell, or this is just like something I thought of? Oh, no, you're aware that the, um, that there are a group of elves that are native to the Shadowfell called the Shatterkai. Those are the ones that they, that the guards had talked to you about, um, about investigating that the oh. noble lady had asked you to investigate. So it's a, it's a sub-race of elves that are, are, are native to this plane. They come from there. So you But can we haven't determined that these were them, or have we? Not outright, but I mean, it's a, it's a very safe assumption, especially given the fact that when the one died, their body melded with the shadows. Gotcha. 
And while you guys are sort of debating and discussing this, um, Baylor is wrapping uh, Roja up in the up in his webbing and making like a backpack, basically to carry her in. That's so cute. Wait, oh, first off, oh, you're not going to eat her, right? No, I'm going to take her somewhere safe so we can minister to wounds. <laughs> okay, I mean, usually when I see spiders wrapping something up in the web, you're going to suck the juices out. And I don't <laughs> want that. Well, you... How dare you accuse my boyfriend? <laughs> well, usually when I see drow, they try to kill me or enslave me, so maybe we should both stop being racist here. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, we got ourselves a sassy drider over here. I don't like being out here in the open exposed. Oh. Sorry, I just spilled something. <laughs> it wasn't the goldfish. <laughs> goldfish uh, parts splatter all over the place. No, I killed it. Um, uh, does Baylor know anything? Like about the shadow bell, or like, can he read dwarf? I mean, I don't think he can, but it's worth asking. He says, uh, "I do not read dwarf." No. Uh, all right then. So go from here, guys. Should we wake up the one dude and uh, question him, and maybe he can tell us what this all means? I recommend tying him up first. Hey, I mean, maybe Baylor could like. Tie him up in his web so he can't move at all, and then, you know, he he will be trapped. And then we can ask him and interrogate him, and I don't know, maybe beat him up a little. Do we know what his weapons are? The little dart thing. Do we know what that is? I mean, they just look like strangely constructed uh, blades. The blades are, um, like, effectively completely black. Uh, are you? What tool sets are you proficient with? All of us? Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to look at that. Uh, I, mine says none. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have disguise kit and vial. Does he have a disguise kit on him? He does not have a disguise kit on him. Uh, I'm really good at dragon chess, but I'm not about to challenge this guy. Uh, that's all right. Actually, you're, you're and uh, for Zomas, any toolkits? I don't think I have any. Okay. Um, your dragon chest proficiency. Oh, utensils. That's what I have. Nice. Yeah. Um, no, your dragon chest proficiency actually winds up coming in handy as you've come across dragon chest pieces made of similar material. This is uh, made out of com uh, out of worked obsidian, which is very, oh. very, very, very difficult to get a hold of uh, in the underdark. Um, so you're assuming that they brought this uh, possibly from the Shadow Fellow from somewhere else in the two. Cool. Uh, I, I will let the group know that too. Uh, and then I guess we just restrain this guy and wake him up. Can I hold a dagger to his neck? You certainly yes. can. Yes, you can. Uh, yes. Baylor says everyone back up and just sprays webbing on this dude for like 30 seconds straight. There's just <laughs> there's just like a giant mound of web and this guy's head sticking out of it. Um, no. <laughs> he leaves enough space that you can get your hand in there with the uh, dagger without actually like getting stuck in the webbing. 
Perfect. And then he just uh, kind of crawls up the ceiling so that he's hanging upside down, like looking the dude in the eye from above, just to sort of like add a little intimidation factor to what you guys have going on here. Um, so, Akroma, you're holding a dagger to his neck. Uh, Zomas, what are you doing throughout all this? Um, I don't really care about this. Okay, so, so just kind of writing notes I'm just about. Just kind of here, yeah. All right. Um, maybe playing with the any of the trinkets interest you? No, thank you. Right. You're just sitting back, put your feet up, writing notes. Um. So, Lihana, what are you doing? I have my crossbow aimed at his stupid face. Nice. And Roy. Uh, so he he passed out because of damage, right? Right. Repeated blunt trauma to his face, neck, and shoulders uh, from a okay. drop paladin. Uh, I will use uh, lay on hands. Uh, and pretty much like restore one point at a time until he wakes up. Okay, it just takes the first, the first hit point. Um, his eyes flutter open, and he uh, he starts speaking in a tongue that you don't recognize right off the bat. Um, after a few seconds of realizing that he's not getting through to you, he says in undercommon. Why have you kept me alive? We'll ask the questions here. So. Why have you attacked us? All right. Uh, Akroma, make an intimidation check with advantage. Ooh. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Ooh, good thing I have advantage. Attim- intimidation. Do I add anything to that? Yeah. Oh, 22. Um, He looks at you and his eyes lock. And you see, you notice two things, Akroma. One, uh, he's obviously and clearly frightened of you. And two, he seems almost confused and therefore more panicked by being frightened of you. As if he's not used... Like he's confused, like he's not used to feeling this level of fright. Like this is a new experience to him. Um... So, and then since you're interrogating, uh, Rowena, why don't you go ahead and make a persuasion check with advantage? Okay. Oh, thank goodness for advantage. Wow. I rolled a one and I rolled a 20. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he uh, darts his eyes back and forth between the two of you and says, I can only answer one of you at a time. You may proceed, Ravena. Uh, certainly, uh, feel free to contribute if you think of a good question. Uh, so, to the guy, what's your name? I am Jorhan. All right, Zorhan, why were you following us? Do you know who we are? Yes. I'm told that my mistress has great interest in me. Uh, and who is your mistress? She asks, knowing the answer. I serve the Raven Queen. 
bullshit. <laughs> so why does the Raven Queen want us dead? We weren't sent to kill you. Oh, well... I bet your other friend feels stupid right now. Uh, about that time, let's have some perception checks. Uh, everyone but Zilmus will make these at disadvantage. Zilmus, you can make yours uh, just uh, standing. Twelve. Oh, that's a that's a five. Eighteen. Excellent. Zilmus, what you got? Oh, I missed it. Sorry. Perception. I was responding to the Facebook message about. Oh. <laughs> uh, perception. Oh, that was not good. Um, six. All right. So as you guys are sort of all engaged in asking these questions, um, you see, uh, well, Liana, you you hear some movement come from further down the uh, down the tunnel. Further in the direction you were heading. Uh, sounds like possibly running footsteps and uh, some panicked breathing, maybe a little bit of growling. I let my friend. Sorry, you broke up. What was that? I go, hey guys, uh, I can hear something coming at us uh, fast. It's coming, it's going, it seems like it's going either the other way or like parallel across the hallway. It doesn't seem like it's getting louder necessarily. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hey, well, do you have more friends? Do you have more friends with us are coming to defend you? No. No. Don't lie to me. I'm not. <laughs> so, what, what were your orders? We were to bring you to the Shadowfell. You would bring us to Shadowfell? Yes, the Raven Queen in particular is interested in you, but also your uh, your spider speaker over there. Oh. What does she want with us? Your passion, your faith. Uh-huh. Well, that sounds intense, guys. What do you have, what do you have with the Raven Queen? Uh, I know very little about her. Uh, we got to focus on one guy at a time. All right, guy. <laughs> I've got your name already, but I don't care. I don't want your name. Who else lives in these tunnels? Who else could be running in our direction or parallel to us? I'm not from here. Like I, Do you I, want to stay here? Uh, that's a that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not with a knife to my neck, webbed up. No, I don't. What's with the goldfish? <laughs> uh, I stole that from a, a Duragar child. What? It was the favorite toy of a Duragar child. His father bought it from him uh, from a deep gnome merchant. You stole a child's toy? Yes. 
Was the child female or male? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, this guy won't remember anything. I mean, it was square guy, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> um. All right, guys, what should we do? Should we go see this Raven Queen and follow these guy, this guy into the Shadow Realm? I don't know if we can trust him. He seems kind of dodgy. Baylor says, I am not going to the Shadow Realm. I second the Drider. Uh, I am interested, especially if the Raven Queen will send more ambassadors like this. Yeah, ones that knock out our friends and try to kill all of us. Sounds fun. Yeah, we're still unconscious from this these people attacks. Even if they didn't come to attack us, they did some damage to our party. Absolutely, and that's my worry that if we turn her down, she'll escalate. The noise up the hallway probably sounds like it's coming from within a hundred yards or less starts getting louder and it starts to sound like some sort of a scuffle is happening. Uh, that being said, I know that we have certain priorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I say we... We can bring him with. We yeah, I was going to say, we can we bring him with. Hey, carry this, carry this guy too, big guy. Uh, let's continue on our way. I, I see that we are slowly building up an entourage. You want me to- <laughs> but before we leave, I punch him in the head for that one hit, hit point. Uh, well, well, before you do that, before you do that, uh, <laughs> my idea is to use him as a messenger. But, um, uh, well, let's decide what we think about meeting the Raven Queen. Uh, hopefully something polite. And then have him relay our decision. So what you really said is we let him go. <laughs> At this point, you hear a scream from up the hallway about 100 yards. Definitely sounds humanoid. Uh, I feel like maybe we need to go either away or towards. I don't usually care. So. Gamma. We can you know, know what's going on over there? Uh, yeah, let me, I'll go find out. He flies out of your out of bag and starts heading over that direction. Sweet. Yeah, usually other people care about other people, not me. Yeah, this is true. If other people care, you may let yourself know that you, you care about other people. What? <laughs> I don't care about other people. Yes, this we know. <laughs> Do you care? I care about some people. Yeah, I feel like you do. Yeah. I'm like sheepishly looking at Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> he looks he locks eyes with you for just a moment and then looks away. I blush. Gamma <laughs> <laughs> starts flying back. He says, uh Yeah, there's uh there's a looks like a surface elf uh getting getting jumped by a couple of demons. Not a big deal. <laughs> Wait, demons? Yeah, like little demon things, you know, like, uh, yeah, demons. <laughs> Shit. Surface self. If we save a surface self, she could help us 
get to the surface. I'm in favor of killing demons. Yes, let's do it. Uh, although I only have like five life. I don't have much life, but... Oh, okay. Uh, I can fix that. Um... Oh, I can cast something on myself too, I think. I can find this stuff. Um... Yeah, I have lay on hand. So, just so that I'm clear on this, you still have not yet knocked out the uh, Shattered Kai, right? No, he's still awake. But I want to. He says, um, if you want me to deliver a message to the Raven Queen, all you need to do is kill me. We're going to go kill demons, and then we'll decide what we're going to tell the Raven Queen. You wait there. Oh, okay. Wait. <laughs> Does that mean I knock him out? I mean, uh, I think it'd be cool if, like, he had, uh, oh, no, we probably need Baylor. Okay, uh, who is down hit points? I only have five. I have 16 right. out of 23, but I have something I think that I can do to myself, so you have to do something. I thought All right. It. Uh, so I have 14 points left that I can do with lay on hands. Okay. Um, so hang on. Uh, Milena, were you the one who had five? Yeah, but I, I'm looking at my spell things too. I also have like cure wounds. Yeah, so you can cast cure wounds and uh, depending on what level you cast it at. It heals uh, D8 per level, plus your spellcasting modifier. Yeah. False life. I don't know if that's good. False life gives but... temporary hit points. It doesn't heal damage, but it uh, gives you extra hit points to soak up the oncoming damage. I only have, what is it, two slots left? All right. Uh, well, I will heal you. Take seven back. Okay, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so I have seven left. Uh, which I guess we can use after this fight. Yeah, not a bad plan to hang on to. Um, so you guys are leaving Baylor to watch the Shatterkai. Is that correct? I don't like that. I don't. I say Let's bring the Shatterkai. What's that? Let's bring him. He's in the back in a ball of webs. Worst things that can happen, he can die from a demon attack, or we can use him as a shield. Alright. And he he wants and dies anyways. I don't like just having him awake. Do you want to knock him out? <laughs> I mean, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> He's restrained, so, and basically barely conscious, so you easily knock him out. Yeah. Um, Do I have to roll for that? No. No, you're fine. Uh... So you knock him out, and then you guys start heading up towards the the kerfuffle that's happening down the hallway. Um, it's about a football field away. Once you guys get up into uh, the range of your dark vision, so about 120 feet away, uh, you see what appears to be uh, a surface elf in some tattered clothing uh, that is backed up against a um, against a wall sort of looks like they got rope-a-dopes down into a dead end in this tunnel. 
and uh, at their feet are three what look like they look almost like goblins um, but they have skinnier arms and heavy body hair uh, purple fur effectively all over their bodies and they're each carrying um, what looks like like a length of wire that has a spike on the end of it and they're kind of running them around their hands and sort of menacing this this elven woman who is just kind of standing there uh well um gene our uh lovely guest how is the elven woman standing there with her <laughs> back against the wall she's standing with her back against the wall and a dagger in front of her and trying to menace them back excellent Excellent. So she's uh, trying to sort of, uh, I guess, scare them or intimidate them a little bit. Um, and let's go ahead and have a quick initiative roll, if you guys don't mind. Um, and I will just go ahead and roll it and figure it out, and then I'll ask you guys as we go. And, Gene. Uh, yeah. I think I'm getting some uh, mic noise from you. Can you turn your mic down a little bit? Maybe that'll help. Just a second, guys. We're addressing a technical issue. Hey, Travis. While we're addressing this, um, if you have a proficiency bonus, do you add that to initiative? No. Your initiative should be listed... Um, in the combat section on your screen. So if you click combat on the new sheet, it should have uh, initiative. So I got 18 initiative. 18 total? Yeah. Zero, okay. Six. Gene, do we still have you there? Somebody's cat just answered me. It's me. <laughs> oh, I see an issue. Do you see it on the on the combat section of the sheet? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone barely this as we uh, work out the new D&D Beyond character sheets uh, that are yeah. fun and awesome, but they just need a minute or two to get to know where they are. So, um, <laughs> let's see, one second. I got 10 initiative, if that matters. Corona, you got a 10. Zomas, what'd you get? Um, 16. 15. 16. 16. Excellent. And Rowena, you got what? Oh, I got a four. Four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's initiative. And I'm getting, hold on, I got a chat message. Uh, oh, looks like Jean's having a bit of a technical difficulty. She can't hear, she can't see. Let's see. Um, no! Did she get blinded by the goblin furry purple monster? Can you hear us now, Jean? That doesn't sound too good. Um, <laughs> one second. Uh, Jean, why don't you go ahead and uh, try to uh, hop off the call and hop back in. Meanwhile, um, let me also get the initiative for the 
critters. Just a second while I roll that. Oh, that's awesome. They're not doing so hot on the initiative uh, track either. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we'll give Gene just a moment to hop off and hop back on. Joys of live programming, everyone. Um, mm -hmm. But in the meantime, uh, clearly, uh, Zilmus is going to have probably the first initiative. So as you see this going on, and then uh, Gene, can you hear us now? Uh. Hello? Gene? Hello? Well, I got 18 initiative, so. Yeah, she would go for me. Okay. Oh, you got an 18, that's right. I don't know why I didn't write that down. So you go first. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. What would you like no, to do? Good. Let's wait for Gene to come back. She says she can't hear anything. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hop over and try to troubleshoot that with her on the Facebook. In the meantime, uh... I think I got it. Oh, you think you got it? Are you still getting feedback? Uh, less. Much less. Um, so go ahead and roll your initiative and let me know what you got. Thirteen. Excellent. Alright, um, so... We'll start with uh, 18, which is uh, Liahana. What would you like to do? As you're running up, you see this uh, elven woman um, sort of brandishing, uh, what do you have, a pair of daggers? Is that the question? Yes. Okay, yeah, brandishing a pair of daggers at these three sort of goblin-like creatures. Um, I try to shoot the creature that's closest to her. Okay, using a uh, crossbow? Yeah, my crossbow. Excellent. Go ahead and give me an exact check if you don't mind. I got 16 plus... I guess it's just 16, right? Yeah, you got your attack bonus. Should be, uh, if you look at in your combat section, uh, the crossbow should be listed and then should have like a... Uh, oh, uh, 17. 17 damage? Excellent. Uh, you hit oh, no, not 17 damage. It's to see if it hits, right? Oh, 17 to hit. You definitely hit, yeah. Go ahead and roll damage. Yeah. All right, that'll roll 1d8, right? Yep. I got 8 plus 1, so 9. Excellent. You uh, hit him, like, in the back of the neck with a crossbow bolt, and it lets out this horrific scream uh, that you think might be... He might have cursed at you in Infernal. You're not quite sure. He seems un unhappy with the result of that uh, little exchange. <laughs> Do you have any more uh, yes. actions that you would like to engage in? Um. Do can I continue shooting them? Well, I don't. Do you have a rapid fire? <laughs> Do you have like a bonus action or movement or anything like that? You want to do? Um. Like, then I can. Okay, so so I hit him and he is hurt but not dead so i guess i just kind of 
go around so where you know I can get a better aim for next turn. Alright, so you just kind of reposition yourself to aim a little better? Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool, thank you. And then that will bring us to Zilmus. I apologize for the uh, initiative order issue. It's um, okay. I'm gonna Eldritch Blast whatever one I consider in the middle. Okay. Go ahead and make your attack check, please. Uh, 15? Uh, 15 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. 7. Alright, excellent. You s- slap him with an Eldritch Blast. Uh, he also lets out a shriek and turns his attention uh, toward you directly. Um, that brings us then to uh, that brings us to Zinkarin, to Jean. What would Zinkarin oh. like to do? I'm going to stabby stabby the one that's already hurt. Excellent. Um, there are two that have taken damage. One has actually turned his back entirely to you uh, in response to getting hit with the Eldritch Blast. The other one is still a, like still facing you and has a crossbow bolt in its neck. Um, and the third one has not been damaged. So which of those would you prefer to target? Because the one who's uh, turned completely to the like face away from you, you would basically be flanking. Okay. I'm going to turn and stab him. All right. Uh, go ahead and make your attack check with advantage, since he's entirely got his back to you at this point. Let's <laughs> uh, twenty. Let's twenty-three. Is that a natural twenty on the die? No. Okay. Beautiful. Go ahead and uh, roll your damage for that. Is that a short sword you got? Is that right? Or a dagger? Dagger. All right. Go ahead and roll damage for that. Damage is six. Excellent. Um, he is having a bad day. Um, that brings us to uh, this point. A chroma. What would you like to do? Ooh. Um... How many were there? There are three. One has not been injured yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would like. I'm looking at all the things that I can do. Sure. Are they anything special? They're goblin creatures. We're talking. About. I mean, they look they look vaguely goblinoid, but they're speaking in infernal. They've got purple fur. They're uh, almost entirely um, demonic. Okay. And how many spell slots? Looks like I have two left of those. So I can. Would burning hands be cool? I kind yeah. of forget this. Yeah, you can absolutely. You can probably get all three of them with burning hands. Um, you're going to have to take a step back to make sure you don't also get this surface elf if you care about not hurting the person's painting. Yeah, I won't hurt her. All right. Or at least we'll see if I hurt her because uh, you know, it's so low. <laughs> All right. So, and then with uh, with burning hands, uh, do you roll an attack check or they roll a save, right? Uh... If you click on the spell, it should actually just pop up its description. 
Where would it say if I roll a save or an attack check? When, when you pop up their spell. Oh, attack slash save dexterity 13. Excellent. Yep, that's it. All right. So um, they are going to each make a dex save. The first one ducks out of the way. The second one ducks out of the way. The third one, like, steps into it. Um, so do they take half damage or no damage on a successful save? Uh, I don't know where that would say that. It would say, uh, they make a, it would say, like, on an unsuccessful save, um, they, uh, take half it damage. It only right? dexterity 13. Like, in the description of the spell, it would say yeah, as you hold your, I don't know, you want me to read this? Or? Yeah, go ahead, read, go ahead and read it. Okay, as you hold your hands with thumbs touching, your fingers spread, a thin sheet of flame shoots forth from your outstretched fingertips. Each creature in a 15-foot cone must make a dexterity th- saving throw. A creature takes 3d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage. Right, so the ones who, so the ones who made their save take half. So you go ahead and roll 3d6 and they'll all take the same or half of the same of that. Okay. I have 30. You got a what? Ooh, one person. Ooh, I have, does, so I have a five, a six, and a three. Oh, beautiful. All right, so that's a 14, right? Yeah. The math yeah. awful? Yeah. Yeah, 14. Excellent, so two of them take seven. And one takes 14. All three of them, as you step out and, and like release this arc of fire from your hands, all three of them burst into flame and uh, basically disappear. Wow, that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh a little, but I also um, I'm a little disappointed that I can't use their fur for a costume. <laughs> that is true, you can't. But you do see this elf uh, sort of up against the wall, holding her daggers, looking frightened. What would you guys like to say? Um, Where are you? I, are you okay? I'm, I'm... I don't like those things, whatever they were. Thank you very much for helping. Oh no, you got it. You seem to be in a pinch. <laughs> we had to help. You're a long way from the surface. What are you doing down here, surface elf? I, I'm an escaped slave. And I would very much like to go home. Wanna go back into slavery? Home, home. Ah, meaning you were enslaved by a drow? Question mark. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. A chroma can be really mean sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> she she doesn't know what she's talking about. Um, who did you escape from? I didn't. I never learned her name. Hmm. Right about this time, due to the excitement of the combat and sort of being jostled around, uh, Roja, you wake up. Um, you are in like a like a papoose sack 
webbed to uh, Baylor's back right now. Like a baby. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I think my passenger's awake. He drops down from the ceiling. You see a, uh, a driver drop down from the ceiling. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he reaches back and pulls Roja off and slices open the webbing and lets her out. Are, are you alright, Roja? Where are we? Uh, not far from where we fought the Shatterkai. Turns out they didn't want to kill us and we fought for no reason. Yeah, so they Wonderful. really hurt you really bad for no reason, and now we're talking to one. Baylor we said, are. Baylor says uh, they wanted to drag you to the Shadowfell. Fighting them was not for no reason. Oh. Sorry. What did, what did Baylor say? They wanted to drag you to the Shadowfell. Fighting them off was not for no reason. Right, oh. so basically, Roja, the Shadowfell elves, they were the ones that attacked us last time. They wanted to take us to the Raven Queen, whom I'm not very familiar with, but apparently these two, not Zilnas, Zilnas is over somewhere else. Um, these two, the Paladin and the Priestess Lady, know who she is. Um, and yeah, so we have this guy, I point behind on... Uh, Baylor's back. He's wrapped up. I punched him in the face. He's a little knocked out right now. We'll talk to him later. But this lady was screaming bloody murder, so we decided to help her, and I burned some purple, one-eyed purple people eaters out of here. <laughs> ah, Which I yeah. think you're filled in. I feel Basically. Where are we going? We're talking to this new surface elf. You may know her. I don't know. Hello, Surface Elf. Who are you? My name is Zinkaren. She was a slave, apparently. Where are you from? The Deolands. Ah. Do we know where this is? Anyone? Uh, Roja would probably know where the Deolands is. Um, so, uh, given your proximity, you're... <sighs> Well, actually, you're pretty turned around, so you're not exactly sure where it is in relation to where you're at. Because um, mm -hmm. you've been through so many twists and turns at this point, um, even with your extensive knowledge of the Underdark, comparatively, it's hard to track. Uh, so conceivably, she, sh she could be fairly close to home, or um, she could have been dragged very far. Uh, uh, it's just you just unfortunately can't make a, a solid um, guess based on where you're at right now. What you can do though, and what I would like everyone in the group to do, uh, is go ahead and just give me a quick perception check if you don't mind. Nine. Oh, man, I had that one twenty, and now everything sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Right. I got 22. Right. I rolled a 7. I rolled a 12. Okay. 15. All right. So um, the 22 was uh, was Liana, right? Yep. So Liana, um, is your... No, actually, uh, 
You don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Nobody, you guys don't, nobody noticed anything terribly out of the ordinary. Um, <laughs> that was not suspicious at all. <laughs> no, no, nothing strange, nothing to see here, move along. Um, yeah, you know, um, it's not quite enough to make the check. So yeah, uh, it seems calm and there doesn't seem to be any uh, additional intruders, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, okay. So we to know this new girl. Are you injured? No, not at the moment. I would like to keep it that way. So the screaming was for show, everyone. <laughs> not exactly. Well, she was scared. What? Very. Did you see those things? Yeah. That's the thing. Akroma is so hard on you, and you were outnumbered three to one by those purple weirdos. You were scared, Akroma. Not everybody can be as brave as you, okay? Well, especially circus elves. I mean, that's probably true. I've been on the surface. They're not a, exceptionally brave, but... <laughs> I don't know, Loha, do you know anything about this place and where she's trying to go? Or I am sorting through information in my very woozy brain right now. <laughs> I like to put you on the spot. Yes, you're wonderful at doing that, Akroma. <laughs> um, it is familiar to me, but I can't pull out any information right now. Hey, I made sure that the drider didn't suck your guts out. So. I appreciate it because he's here. I'm not going <laughs> to suck anyone's guts out. Good. <laughs> you called me racist, but honestly, I'm just a feminist, so calm down, male. Those are exactly the same thing. <laughs> what? Okay. But yeah, okay, back to what's your name again? Zinkarin. Zinkarin. Ooh, fancy. Um, so what what are you trying to do? You're trying to escape Underdark? Yes, I would like to get back to the surface and back home. Do you know how to do that? Oh. Mio, these are all tunnels. I mean, they might have slight inclines, but do you know which tunnel to take? I, I do not. You, you seem different from the other drow. Would you help me? Mm. Um, well, we are also kind of looking to go to the surface. Uh, is the place where you're looking for near some minor hills? <sighs> no. But anything under the sky will do. Well, I don't feel too much abrasions from her, everyone. I feel like she's not that intimidating and i am saying this in front of her <laughs> good well we're going to the surface anyway if you need help getting home and you don't cause any undue burden on us we can probably help each other out yeah i don't necessarily like slavery that much so yeah cool with her coming out of it and um... so 
I was just going to say, uh, Roz, as you're getting your orientation and you're realizing that you're not more than probably 100, 200 yards from where you got knocked unconscious, uh, mm -hmm. you start sort of orienting like, okay, uh, you still know pretty much, you're, you're still pretty sure you know the way out. And mm -hmm. you're fairly certain that when you hit that surface area, you're going to be probably about three weeks ride from the to the uh, to the west of the Dale lands. So okay. Yeah. And she's from the Dales. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. I so now that I've gotten my feet under me, I'm I grew up in the Dales. I'm from the Dales. I was definitely struggling hard for a moment there. But I know where it is, and we are going to the surface. So oh, we thank Corlon. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Sylvanas? I, I don't know about that. How about Let's do that one. <laughs> So right. here's Zilnis. Somebody said Zilnis isn't here, I'm or here. she's. I'm just. Okay. I just don't have anything to say. Oh, good. <laughs> You're there. That's awesome. We're very close friends. Besties. <laughs> Clearly. Yay. Baylor says, "If you don't mind, I'd like to get moving. The longer we sit here, the more likely those demons are to come back." Yeah, let's yeah. get. And good we call. gotta go kill the guy downstairs. There's a guy downstairs. Uh, the Shatterkai who attacked us. Uh, uh, oh. He was an emissary from the Raven Queen. Baylor pulls mm -hmm. him off of his back and sets him down. I brought him. Oh, you brought him. Thank you, Baylor. Of course he did. We told him to. And he's also sassy, <laughs> which I'm kind of enjoying. That's sassiness I like. <laughs> hey, back off. <laughs> 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 Calm down, Spider Queen. I, I, I little, little love at her face. Mm -hmm. I, I, you hear it right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but do we want to wake this guy up, or how about we start moving and we wake him up when we find where we want to go? I wonder what's gonna happen to him when we get to the surface, and I'm kind of curious if you'll just like guess really badly sunburnt or something. Oh, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's how we deliver the message to the Raven Queen. So we just have to figure out what to tell her. All right, so let's keep moving. Can we walk and talk at the same time, or does yes, that yes, excellent. All right, you guys uh, start uh, continuing up the up the trail, uh, moving at a normal pace, I assume. Yes. All right, um, Roz, go ahead and make a. Uh, just a survival check for navigation. Um, if you have advantage, please. Survival check I. What are we checking? Oh, just Roz is I'm navigating, so she's making Survival. It. I'm navigating the um, stats page. I apologize. Oh, yeah. It's new. It's new. Uh, so yeah. your skills yeah. should be on the front page. <laughs> okay. Okay, survival. Got it. All right, so we got 11. 
Okay. And that's with advantage? Oh, no, not with advantage. Do I get advantage? I... Yeah, because you're in your favorite train. Nice. Ooh, 23, nat 20. Beautiful. Um, in fact, as you guys are moving along, you see like a fresh, um, fresh as in within the past couple of weeks, not fresh as in imminent danger, um, but a fresh enough uh, purple worm tunnel that, that you can see through will actually give you uh, a, a shortcut, probably carve a couple of hours off of your travel. Um, so you're able to duck in that way and start heading up. And you're also fairly certain that you guys can talk freely and maybe even move at a slightly faster pace if you want to, um, without any major risk to, uh, you know, being discovered by anything that's wandering about. Good. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, by the way, side question, has anybody healed me or am I still at three HP? Oh, uh, I will use Good. the Let's rest of my yeah. lay on hands for you. Um, by the way, side oh, thank question. you. Has it uh, so take seven points. Oh, uh, I will use Good. the rest oh, of you. my yeah. lay on hands. Gamma. I had a tech issue. Sorry. What were you saying? Uh, I was healed. Seven yeah, was healed. Hold on. Two seconds. I'm muting me. I'm just resolving a tech, a possible tech problem. One second. Everyone just told. All right. I think we're good. Um, sorry about that. All right. So I missed something because I had to refresh something and I want to put crazy echo for a second. Um, who said something about gamma? Hey, uh, Gamma, how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. We're good, I think. Uh, I haven't gotten hurt or anything. Uh, are you hurt? I'm doing a lot better now. How was everything while I was out? Uh, you, you slept, and we got this creepy Shatterkai dude, and we met this, this lady who seems nice, but she seems freaked out. Uh, but I guess if I was a surface elf, I'd be freaked out, too, because... You guys are drow. Drow don't like surface elves, and surface elves don't like drow. That Not is much. <laughs> Do you have any other kind of a read on her, or just nice and scared? Um. Uh. uh mm, that's good. <laughs> that's a good question. Oh, she seems really cool. She's fine. Okay. I mean, she's she seems nice. She doesn't want to hurt anybody. She just wants. To get out of here, you know. Okay. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Do you guys need to camp? I think maybe we should camp soon. Yeah, oh, let's rest. Awesome. I really want to rest. Yeah, same. All right. Uh, you guys find a. You're, in this tunnel, it's easy for you guys to find some place that you can safely uh, sort of sit down and, and get a rest going. Um, are any of you. I guess what would you like to do during that? Anything besides just tend your wounds and, and feel better? <laughs> yeah, well, so what should we tell the Raven Queen? Do you want to tell her that 
oh, we have some stuff to deal with in the surface, but that eventually we will get to her. Basically, put her on hold. <laughs> That's largely what I was thinking, though I am I'm worried that she might start escalating. Because this, this was a friendly reaching out to us. If she gets more energetic... I don't really like the idea of cowering to someone because we think they might get more aggressive. Yeah, do we have to send a message? Well, Can we move on and wait for her to reach out again? Can we say now that interested in slit her throat? Slit or, throat, there's call that. Day? I mean, Jesus, this is getting pretty silly. <laughs> I like Zelenas. Zelenas, <laughs> wow, this is the most you've spoken in a while. <laughs> you have a good point. I'm quiet till I get feisty. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, wait, are, so we're resting right now. Yeah, Can I mean, I you guys are sitting around. You've probably got like some sort of uh, fire going to cook up whatever food you've, you've foraged. Um, you know, He's still unconscious and webbed up, so you kind of have all the time in the world to figure out what you want to do. Not all the time in the world, but you know what I mean. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, we have a list of priorities. We need to solve some daddy issues first, right, Akroma? And then we need to take the surface self back to the where she belongs. And, yeah, so... I mean, I don't feel like I'm someone who has anything to deal with the Raven Queen, so I don't think it's my decision. If you guys want to mess with it, go on and mess with it. Hey, uh, what do you think, new girl? The flump uh, that's floating along with the group asks um, <laughs> as he sort of flies over but Kind of, you know, close to you, not uncomfortably, but... She ducks from him first and then says, well, who is this Raven Queen and why are you trying to send her a message? Uh, well, she's the one who made first contact and at the very least we should send some kind of response because even no response is a message in and of itself. She's like a goddess, right? She made herself a goddess. So, you know, we shouldn't take her lightly. Right. That's not someone you want to anger. No. Well, it sounded like she wanted you to, so I guess you gotta talk to those two about the Raven Queen. I... I guess... Um, so the message could be something like, what do you want? And then we move on. But then she's going to send these guys back and one of us is going to die. Like, Or we just keep killing them and sending time. them back. It seems like a weird telephone game. Right? <laughs> it kind of does. It'll let us get through our shopping list first. and then... Or we could ask her to send a better emissary, like someone who can actually tell us more about her, about what she wants, about what... Option. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. And please, no violence. Well, I yep. guess she kind of thrives on violence, doesn't she? Um, well, no, she's the just like after effects of violence. Yeah. Baylor so says, like, 
Lehana, can I speak to you privately? Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I go over to Baylor. He takes you down the hallway about 300 feet or so. Um, the, What's up? I assume the rest of you guys are continuing your conversation, or is everybody, like, leaning over and breaking out, like, you know, see, sh like, shells and trying to hear? Yep, yeah. trying to hear, yep. All the <laughs> right. Down the tunnel. You're I all, don't care. You're eavesdropping as much as you can, but you kind of only hear... Rrr, 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 rrr. Mm -hmm. He says, um, forgive me for... If I overstep, but I've heard you all talking, and it seems as though there are several very powerful entities interested in you. Yeah. What do you know about the Raven Queen? Do, do you know anything about the Raven Queen? I don't remember much. I know that I studied the Shadowfell at one time, but like most of my memories of being drow, it's hazy. Mm. I know she's so frightening. So you think we shouldn't go see her? I think if you're going to send her a message and you expect her to return it, then you should set that return up to be in the most favorable conditions you can find. Okay, so you're saying be play nice, basically. Well, I'm saying you should set, you should, if you have a chance to set a meeting, you should pick the spot. Interesting. Give her a time That's and a, a place to meet you. Okay. Um, That's a good idea. I just want you to be uh -oh. safe. Aww. Looks away, shyly. You worry. Aww. I try to hold You try to hold this what? His hand, but I, I don't. But I'm like, no, this is okay. Okay, cool. Let's go tell the others. And then they kind of like power walk away. <laughs> so they kind of awkwardly walk back up the hallway to, towards you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? Shut up. <laughs> um, so Baylor has a really good idea. He thinks we should schedule a time to meet with Raven Queen. Kind of sort of meet her in our terms, in our turf, you know? If we go to the surface, we won't have to maneuver tight quarters if, if she brings someone to fight us. Worst case scenario. That's a good idea. Is there any place on the surface we can easily control? Surface Elf, you know more about the surface. Do you have any ideas? Some place you could easily control? Or maneuver in. Right, or that we could like at least claim as our turf for the time being. Set an ambush. Not necessarily an ambush, but fortify as pleases us. So an ambush. <laughs> <laughs> We're not ambushing a goddess. Ambush a goddess? Well, what if 
what if we do just on the outside of the tunnel shouldn't be occupied because of how surface creatures feel about Tau. It would be more open. And if we needed to back into the tunnel and, and like collapse it, I mean, that's an option and we have a separation. I don't think we'd get much better than that. That is a great idea. Bottleneck. Okay. All right. We'll do that. All right. Let's wake up this idiot. You wake him up. Oh. Wait, you... I have my dagger at his throat, right? Yes. <laughs> are you That's sending me I home? Stopped. I think we are. Go ahead, tell him, guys, and then I'll slip. Uh, tell the Raven Queen that we will be happy to meet with her once we reach the surface, and we will meet her at the entrance to the surface. What Which is how long away? What entrance to the surface? I will look to our navigator. Uh, Make a survival check with uh, advantage. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, 19. Uh, you're able to rattle off the exact uh, distance from, you know, the effectively possible time of how long it takes us to get there maybe yeah um yes you you're fairly certain that you're actually uh, about 24 hours of travel away including your rest including the rest okay so we'll meet the raven queen in 24 hours at this entrance to the drow that i just mentioned very well all right i want to slip the throat now can i do it you can do it. I'm going to ask him, you got all that right? He nods. All right, go for it. Boom. All right. You slit his throat, blood kind of sprays out, you know, turning the spider web red and slowly sort of spreading throughout the webbing, and he chokes out on his own blood for a few moments, and his eyes roll back in his head, and his body melds with the shadows. Good. Uh, I give the surface elf the clockwork goldfish. Oh, oh, um, thank you. It's a keepsake. It was a toy for a child. You can have one. Yeah, it's like this glass bubble filled with some kind of liquid, and there's a clockwork goldfish swimming around in it. Interesting. It's adorable. uh, I guess he stole off an underdwarf child. That's terrible. (laughs) Gamma floats over and looks at it. That thing is so cute. Wow, wow. Rowena doesn't like anybody, and she gave you a gift, so she must think you're kind of all right. (laughs) Wait, what? Rowena hates us all? (laughs) I don't hate everybody, just the incompetent. (laughs) Okay, who did you look at when you just said that? (laughs) Everyone here is very good at what they do. Wow. <laughs> that is a very polite Hold answer. Out. <laughs> Safe. Row <laughs> for if we believe you. Don't tell people what I think of them. I mean, I'm being sincere. Gamma is the best flump he can be. <laughs> That's valid. That's valid. Um, on that note, then, uh, what are you guys doing for, like, a rest schedule? Like, who's going to take watches and whatnot? 
Um, I'll take the first watch. Who's ever healed the most should take watch. Uh, I'm actually not that bad. I'm I'm at 21 out of 28, so I'm happy to take first watch. I'm full up, so it doesn't matter to me at all. It's really up to you guys. So are you going to do like two people taking watch at a time and everybody else resting? Sure. All right, so, um, so it's going to be uh, Rowena and uh, Johanna or Rowena and Zomas on the first watch? Rowena and Zomas. You're uh, going to try to rest at first? Yeah, because I only have half my life. Right. Um, you rest, uh, for the first time in... Is it a short rest or a long rest? It's a long rest. So you guys can all go ahead and click your long rest button on your character sheet. Um, Yay! You have to confirm again. Find it. Yeah, and then you have to hit confirm. It counts down or else... It's at the top. It's at the top. Yeah. Um, so when you rest this time, uh, Liana, it's yep. peaceful and serene and it's not interrupted with any sort of vision um it's similar to the oblivion that you've experienced prior to these visitations but instead of feeling kind of cold and empty it's almost just more of like a peaceful drifting if that makes sense nice um so it's a good solid rest uh for uh, Rowena and Zilmus, unless you guys are going to do anything in particular, it's going to be a fairly uneventful rest. You're in a safe spot. Or a fa fairly uneventful watch, you're in a safe spot. Word. So. Um, anything, Rowena, that you want to tackle? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I mean... Unless the Raven Queen wants to come visit. <laughs> not, uh, not while you're awake, no. Um, so you finish the first watch, switch over to uh, second watch. Uh, Lihana, were you planning on taking second part of the second watch? Yeah, second watch. Excellent. How about her and uh, Baylor? <laughs> wake Baylor up and tell him to take watch with you? No, it's okay. Let him rest. <laughs> we need to be together all the time. <laughs> Right I'll on. take third watch. Well, I'll do the second. Yeah, as you say, you shouldn't need more than two. So we've got. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we've got Zinkarin and uh, Lehana doing the second watch. Is that right? Or Roha? Oh. Where are you going? Who was taking the second watch? Roha and Lehana? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I confused. All right. Uh, are you guys doing anything special or particular during your watch? Um, no. I want to ask her how she's doing. There's a lot of stuff going on with you lately, Liana. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. What is? Everything, this whole Raven Queen issue... Like, so everyone is sleeping, right? I, I look to check to make sure everyone else is asleep. Uh, yeah, everybody is. Uh, well, they're all in trance, yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, like, you saw what happened to me that one time, and I really 
I'm thankful for you not mentioning it to anybody. But basically, I'm kind of torn right now. And the Raven Queen is basically the other side of the coin that I am chasing. And what's on the coin? What is the coin that makes you want to chase it? It's peaceful. It's it's something that if as drow, I don't think I've ever felt before. I don't think drow society has ever felt like that, um, or at least nobody that I personally grew up with or knew. It's it's not that anger, violence, and hatred. Do you know that? We are used to from Loth, it's more of just kind of love and tenderness. I don't know, it sounds cheesy. Forget I said anything. Oh, I understand. I grew up on the surface. There's many more ways of living than just the one that you've been exposed to here. So it's not unusual to see these things and be interested and want to explore them. Thank you. And I didn't say anything, and I won't, but be careful because not everyone in the party is as open-minded. No, I know. I, I'm, I'm trying to be careful. <laughs> but, yeah. If you need any help, let me know. I won't. I am not offended by you pursuing these things. And I want to be sure everyone is safe. Thank you, Roja. <laughs> so how's your boyfriend? Oh my god. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> he was like so dreamy. <laughs> You're so crazy. <laughs> About that time everybody else starts to come out of their trances. Um, and uh, you guys gather your things up and, and start moving. Um, the remainder of your journey is largely uneventful. Uh, this close to the surface um, the Underdark is either extremely busy or extremely dead. Right now, uh, seems to be extremely dead. Um, Roja, you realize that you guys are probably about three or four hours journey from the edge. Um, okay. Is there anything in particular that anyone wants to do before you guys start to leave, like officially leave, leave the Underdark? Uh, you do notice the area that you're in now, even the phaseris is very thin, not even there in most places, so it's like pitch dark. Um, your magic seems easier to use here. Uh, you're, you're really like on the cusp of the surface world. Um, is there anything anyone wants to do before you guys press on that last four hours? Place I feel like we should have a plan. Place you can do what? Buy sunglasses. <laughs> There's, no, sunglasses. There's yes. no sunglasses vendor, unfortunately. We do. Do we know if it's daytime or nighttime? Could we see if there's light or not light yet? Um, no, you're not. You're not close enough to see. The light. Okay. Uh, I feel like we should make a plan for when we go out there. Most likely, a the deity would probably not show up to trick us outright. They'd probably want to talk a little bit first to get their Whole purpose for talking to us and then maybe do an attack but how would you guys want to proceed with meeting this goddess um let's try to do it peacefully this time at first at least okay so then maybe like no weapons out no aggressive stance but still aware yeah 
silhouette. Okay, and then maybe we'll check out the surrounding area if there's a forest or something we can jump into. We could either choose to do that since we want to be on the surface, or we could back into the tunnel. Or would you guys like to make that decision if we get there? I think making the decision when we get there and, and see the actual layout because I've never actually been to the surface and I have no idea what to expect. Yeah, the shock and awe is it's, that's a variable in us meeting the Raven Queen too. If it's daytime when, and we meet her, because we told her we'd be there at, at that time, it'll add a lot more to this interaction. But we'll be careful. You guys continue to press on. Um, when you get about, by your reckoning, probably an hour or less from the surface, up ahead, coming down the tunnel, uh, you see a what looks like probably a drow dispatch uh, from Lisbon. And uh, they're walking with uh, what appears to be uh, 10 captives. Now, Roja, you spot them with enough advance notice that you can inform everyone and hide, or you can try to interact with them if you wish to. Um, I don't know if we've had this talk with the new party member yet, but um, with us traveling with Baylor, he is a slave when we interact with other drow, because that's where we are in the society we live in. We understand how you feel, but if they see us, we have to treat you as a slave or they'll take you from us and you won't escape the situation you thought you did. How do you yes. feel about Yes, I understand. And you're okay with this? Pretending to be a slave is much better than being a slave. Agreed. So if you guys want to hide, we can hide, but if they find us, it'll be a lot harder to explain everything. What do you guys think? Is this the place we escaped out of? Uh, the city that they're going to is the place is the village that you guys left. Yes, but they it appears like it's a it's a slave, like a basically an acquisition group that's coming back into the village. So they would not have been there during your um, interactions there. They'd probably think it's suspicious that we're leaving the Underdark, right? I mean. Maybe. Maybe. Drow do leave the Underdark all the time. Oh, I oh, we fair. just walk okay. by. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like we can just soldier on then. All right. You guys uh, continue on walking by. Um, they, uh, I assume, based on you guys' previous marching orders, you got uh, probably Roja and Rowena up front, right? Yep. Yeah, they, they just kind of... Um, you know, nod and acknowledgement as you guys go by. Um, don't really seem to question much. Uh, um, you know, Baylor hangs his head and holds his hands in front of him like they're bound. Um, you know, kind of trying to pretend mm. as much as he can. Um, and uh, what are you doing, Zincarin, to appear slavey? Uh, the same. Keep my head down, eyes on the floor, hands in front of me as if they're bound. Right, go ahead and uh, give me a deception check if you want. <laughs> Twelve. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, you notice, you guys all kind of notice as you're, as you're walking, as you pass one another, uh, you see like one of the guards in the back, a, a male drow, um, sort of like stops and looks in your guys' direction, maybe a little bit longer than you're comfortable with, but ultimately doesn't say anything and, and just kind of looks back over his shoulder at you a couple times until you're far enough apart that you can't see one another. He was looking at, we could tell he was looking at the back of the party. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to run back there and backhand the new girl. Oh, like, say, how dare you? While he's watching still? Yes. All right, uh, I assume that you're going more for theatrics than damage, correct? Absolutely, lots of flash. Uh, go ahead and make a, a deception check with advantage, if you don't Oh my gosh, guys, cross your fingers. Oh, thank God, the first one was a one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was about to get real bad. It was the 18, we're good. Oh yeah, beautiful. He uh, nods and uh, like bows to you and goes back to paying attention. And I give him an angry stink face because he's looking at my slaves. <laughs> right on. Um, yeah, it uh, was not a impactful uh, blow at all, uh, Zinkarn, but you can go ahead and take one point of blood from him. Okay. And, and then fall I give to the you ground. a wink and hope you don't feel bad and go back to the front. Oh, so you, you fall down and like really lean into playing, playing it. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mistress. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Very good. All right. Cool. Um, you guys have pulled off a successful ruse and uh, make your way to the tunnel. At this point, you can see um, probably about 10 minutes after you pass them, you can see up ahead the tunnel start to arc upward. And as it arcs upward, you can see um, slightly brighter light pouring in. Okay. Slightly brighter is not bad. You guys may want to squint. Okay. As you start uh, okay. walking along further, uh, it occurs to you uh, first, Aloha, it is night, but it's a night of the full moon. So it's about as bright as it can be uh, for nighttime. Um, yep. And you can all now, as you're going further up this tunnel, you can see uh, at the mouth of this tunnel up above, you see open sky, like a, a ceiling that's full of these bright circles. And um, in, the, in the distance, you see a, a very large, bright circle, uh, almost directly overhead of the, of the tunnel's exit. And it's almost, like if you look straight at it, it hurts your eyes. What kind of fungus is that? <laughs> That's no fungus. That's the moon. <laughs> I'm staring at it mouth agape because it's what I saw in my vision. So I'm just like staring at it, even though it's hurting my eyes like really, really bad. <laughs> and my eyes are tearing up as I'm staring at it. Um, Lehana, you... Why does the... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Why does the air smell so weird? Because <laughs> there's no fungus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, god, fresh air is so disturbing. Uh, <laughs> and, and is there like, is there 
trees nearby? Are we in a plane? Well, like, what does it like? So it, you can't quite tell from where you're at right now. All you can see is you do see grass on the ground mm -hmm. uh, right in front of the opening, but you're still a little bit further back. And when you get up to about 100 feet away, you do look and you can definitely see uh, rather this kind of opens up into what looks like a small clearing, um, but probably another 100, 120 feet back from that is, an, is a tree line. Uh, and I mean, it's, it's the strangest thing because you see these, this, um, these bright green growths on top of uh, what, as near as you can identify as Zerkwood, but it doesn't have a cap on it. Uh, it's very strange and very unfamiliar to those of you who are from the undergrowth. Uh, and at this point, Liahana, you start to hear a, a tinkling sound that sounds almost like music. And with each step that you take toward the surface, that music grows a little louder. Am I the only one that can hear this music? No, nope. uh, make an insight check real quick. I got like a five. Mm. Nobody else. Wait, six, seven, eight, nine. I got nine because I have plus okay nobody else Nine. seems to notice the music at all the only person who might maybe notice it is you notice Baylor kind of look at you um with concern on his face okay cool <laughs> i will pretend i'm not hearing it but like i will enjoy hearing it but i won't let anybody else know that i'm hearing this music okay um you guys get about 20 feet from the surface uh, the, the smells of, of grass and pollen and, and uh, open air uh, start to sell you a whole new range of senses and tastes um, start to start to uh, dance about. And as you get about 10 feet from the lip, um, the shadows that are falling down, from the from the top of this cavern, uh, kind of where the moon is not hitting, start to deepen and grow darker. Um, the light of the, at the end of the tunnel starts to almost be like cut off at its edges as the shadows start to grow around the mouth of the, of the cave, growing inward. Closing that mouth out. What would you all like to do? You guys think this is our guest? Not my guest. Probably. Can we roll for like a knowing if that's how goddesses do things? Um, it's a it is a safe assumption based on the shadows moving that this is the work of the Raven Queen or one of her. Associates. Okay. Good evening, Raven Queen. Are you continuing walking or stopping? Uh, I'll I'll walk all the way until the dark shadow and talk yeah. while we're walking. Are you, everyone's uh, pressing forward. Yeah. Yeah. I'll continue. No. What's that? <laughs> no. Are you stopping? Right. You take notes. Yeah. You <laughs> document that. <laughs> all right. Uh, as you step to the point where you're about five feet away, the shadows almost completely close off the mouth when a strong beam of moonlight uh, cuts through them 
and uh, basically aiming straight for Liahana. Liahana, make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Um, nine. All right. You, ten. Ten. All right. You look up and you're kind of almost caught off guard as this moonlight washes over you. Uh, you do see that um, Baylor jumps, tries to jump in front of you, and is also engulfed by the moonlight. And when the moonlight immediately stops, Baylor and Liahana are gone. The darkness completely slaps over the mouth of the cave. You see your surface elf friend turn to you and start to melt into the shadows. Uh. Holy shit. Well, shit. Glad I backhanded you. And, and she reforms, uh, standing next to her is another, uh, woman. This woman has a bald, her head shaved, um, like tribal tattoo patterns going back along both sides of her bald head. And she's wearing like studded leather armor and has very large chains wrapped around both of her arms that sort of dangle from the arms that have spikes sticking out from between the links. And uh, with the absence of your disguise kit, um, could you please uh, describe what Zinkarin looks like? Um, she has dark hair. Hold on, I have to pull it back up. Sure. <laughs> she has black eyes and black hair and pale white skin. And now she's wearing like a leather armor, right? Is that right here? And a cloak. So very much kind of a, she has very much that pale death-like look of the shattered guy as well. Yes. And so you know, in retrospect, I feel like I should have seen this coming. <laughs> and the new arrival says, my queen received your message. She wishes to speak with you, Paladin. Right now? Yes. We've, What's been done with the other members of our party? We've done nothing with other members of your party. What do you mean? The same shadows that reshaped over the cave just had a light come out and take them. Was that, are you saying that wasn't you guys? The new uh, arrival looks over, um, uh, looks over his entire and says, and like, with a quizzical look on her face. Like she doesn't know what. Just before you arrived, it appeared as if moonbeams took two of them away. Paladin, what do you think? Uh, well, 
Hang on, I need to check my notes. I I know that they had mentioned the moon at some point. Uh, and I don't know that the Raven Queen is a moon goddess. Do you want so. to go talk with her by yourself? Uh, um, Alestri is the moon goddess. Alestri is the moon goddess, okay. Right. Do you want to go talk to the Raven Queen by yourself like she asked? Well, it's always good to have backup, but it seems our options are limited. She's also been interested in, in you, so I don't know why she would want just me. You are all welcome to join us. Zilma Sakroma, do you want to regroup and figure out Failure and Liahana now, or do we want to do the Raven Queen first? I think it would be very rude to turn her down right now. It's very rude to have party members kidnapped, too. I don't know. I have no interest in the Raven Queen. I don't know. <laughs> okay, do you guys want to stay here and I'll take Rowena? Or do you want oh. to come? You can write your notes, Ilmus. I don't. Where are you asking me to go? I'm not confused by this. <laughs> to leave the cave or stay in the cave and meet the Raven Queen if we leave the cave? Oh, I don't really care to meet the Raven Queen. Okay, no worries. I'll go with you, Rowena. All right. Uh, be good, the rest of you. <laughs> Excellent. The chroma don't light anything on fire. Um, she's gonna light <laughs> anything on that fire. doesn't deserve to be lit on fire. Right. Um, I'm gonna let you light stuff on fire. Yeah, uh, yeah there you go. The oh, you guys have fun. The Shatterkai woman ste steps forth and uh, holds out her hands to. Uh, so it's uh, Rowena and Roja? Yep. All right. She holds out her hands. I will take it. <sighs> Me too. All right. And glare at her. Um, darkness swallows Zinkaran, Roja, Rowena, and this new shadow pattern. Y'all need Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been saying, but no one's listening. <laughs> Akroma and Zilmus and Gamma are all uh, standing in the mouth. As soon as they disappear, the light rushes back in. You guys are standing at the mouth of the surface. I say we go to the Sound Minor Hills, Zilmus, like we planned. My headphone cord might have caught out. Oh, you lost your yep. hearing? Two seconds. Wait, I think I can hear now. All right, she said, uh, she asked if you wanted to go to this uh, Sumner Hills like you planned. Okay. It might be that now. Oh, wait. Go ahead and talk real quick, Tori. Can you hear yes, me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Am I creepy enough? Uh, Sounds so pretty. <laughs> but yeah, I... I I'm I'm still all for the original plan. So. Yeah. I also I oh, yes. do I know where I'm going now because I'm out on the surface. I feel like I know. You you know. have a vague idea um, between you and what uh, 
and what Gamma was able to sort of just pick up from Roja thinking, you're pretty sure you can navigate your way there. All right. Um, now that you're up and you're familiar enough with the surface to realize this, you've probably got about two hours till the sun comes up. Um, so you can either press forward and try to make shelter somewhere in the woods, or you can try to shelter here at the mouth of the cave and then go on. Well, I'm not personally afraid of the sun, I don't think, but I do know that Zillness will probably have a lot of issues with it. So, well, yeah. you'd still have difficulty seeing and stuff in the sunlight. Okay. I I don't know. I, I don't care. I, I I'll push forward. Yeah, let's I do wanna... that. Let's get into like some shadowy areas. All right, you guys head out into the woods. Now, across the planes of existence in the deep darkness of the Shadowfell. Um, the blackness sort of fades away, and uh, Rowena and Roja, you're standing, just the two of you, um, on a hillside. And everything around you looks, imagine like the surface world. So there's grass, there's trees, there's buildings even but everything is basically desaturated to the point of having almost no color all the vegetation is dead and dying and all of the buildings are rotten and you're standing on a hillside next to a dirt road it goes up the hill probably about a quarter mile and at the top of the hill you can see that village of, of sort of rotten broken buildings and then standing what looks like either in the back of or the center of the village uh, is sort of a mountain peak. And on top of that is this enormous castle that just looks sort of rotten and crumbling and falling apart. And there's a streak of lightning across the sky behind it that barely exudes any light. It's like you see just the lightning streak itself. It doesn't even light up the sky. I guess it was too much to hope that she'd actually meet us at the front of the cave. Well, I mean, goddesses really don't come to people. I suppose. How do you feel about all this? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure why the Raven Queen would be interested in me in particular mm -hmm. well because you you're very dedicated follower of all you know like I'm, is this a surprise or how did this happen i'm certainly dedicated to the ideals of all okay uh, i'm still not sure of why what happened in menzo baranzan happened mm-hmm All right, well, I guess we're off to see the queen. All right, so you guys start walking uh, up the trail. Mm-hmm. Liahana. Yes. You, you fall to the ground uh, in the arms of Baylor. Everything around you is bright, 
as it was in not daylight bright, but bright as it was in the uh, in the vision. You see yourself in a major, massive clearing. There's woods probably half mile around, but this whole area is clean, clear grass, very bright, very colorful, and the full moon is shining in the sky above you. Um, as you look up, you still hear that music. Um, going, something was going nuts for a second there, sorry. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Um, but uh, as you, uh, yeah, as you kind of look up at the moon, you see that uh, one particular brighter moonbeam is sort of going down into the center of the uh, of the area, and in that center, the music itself is coming from the twin swords of a nude draw woman who is dancing in the center of the clearing, and once she sees you look at her, she's sort of stops and begins sauntering her way toward you. And she says, you came. Eliastri. She nods. We have much to talk about, my child. I, how did I get here? I brought you. I wasn't about Thank to let you be dragged off into the shadow film. <laughs> Thank you. It's so beautiful here. It is. But we have much to discuss, much to go over. She uh, touches your face and says, you have so much to learn. And that's where we will wrap up game for this <laughs> Neat. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> All cliffhangers everywhere. Never oh, seen to hang out with God. <laughs> All right. So, any questions, comments, complaints, concerns? No, this is great. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, uh, so next week, our next session, two weeks from now, um, uh, we're going to be short a player. So. We'll be dealing with the stuff that's in the Shadowfell, and we'll be dealing with the stuff that's in uh, the um, the surface. So, mm -hmm. but uh, Melina's got some stuff going on, so we'll have, we'll have to set up some other time to deal with, with that. Um, uh, Gene, thank you very much for coming. Uh, while it's on my mind, let's go ahead and we're going to do our introductions, but let's. Uh, Let's go ahead and introduce our first, our guest first. So, Jean, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners who you are, what you do, and thank you for coming and, and, and being a pawn in this in this game of deception and, and drama. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for asking me. This was a lot of fun. It was a really cool twist. <laughs> I wasn't sure I could pull it off. I suck at that. <laughs> you did great. Yeah, you did great. <laughs> I'm sorry I slapped you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and deceiving us. <laughs> it's very cool. So why don't you tell the listeners at home uh, who you are and what you do? Uh, my name is Jean Headley. Uh, I play D&D as much as I possibly can. And uh, I've started writing modules and recently released uh, my first one on the DMs Guild. 
And what's the name of that module that's up there? The Temple of the Mad Dragon Priestess. Indeed. Oh, nice. Congratulations. That sounds cool. It's yeah. very cool. And I can, uh, I don't mind uh, sort of announcing this here because why not? Um, I actually had the pleasure of reading it right when it came out. I loved it. And I asked Gene to submit it for Dungeon Tales number two, uh, which should be coming out at the end of the summer. Uh, yes, yeah, it's it. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, awesome. in the Dungeon Tales number two anthology. So. Uh, thank you for that story. It's a really good story. If you have a chance, go pick it up for sure. And we will have a link to it in the uh, Facebook or in the uh, video descriptions on YouTube and Twitch and all that jazz. So I cannot uh, recommend that highly enough. Uh, Gene, thanks again for coming. I really appreciate it. Um, all right, next thank up, you. Uh, Liahana, tell us who you are, what you do, and who you're playing, and all that jazz. Cool. So my name is Milena. I play Liahana, a drow cleric. I am a comic book artist in Chicago, and um, currently my character is going through just rediscovering herself um, through the goddess of the history instead of Loth, which is the typical draw god. Which has been a fun story to explore so far. I have a feeling it's going to get a lot more fun in this uh, solo session we're going to record here in the near future. Yes. Very much looking forward to it. <laughs> Rowena, tell us who you are, what you do, and who you're playing, please. Uh, so my name is Rachel. I'm a uh, game designer, freelance writer, freelance editor, uh, living in Los Angeles, California. And my character is Rowena, the uh, very internally conflicted paladin. I'm looking forward to finding ways to bring her inner conflict more to the surface. Uh, over the next couple of game sessions. I think you'll have ample opportunity to do so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. Uh, and uh, yeah, like Jean, I also do like write stuff for games, only I do it for uh, World of Darkness. Uh, and so my stuff is all up on the storytellers. <laughs> and we will have links to that up uh, in the description as well. Um, Go ahead, uh, real quick. Actually, before I forget, speaking of the uh, of the storytellers, well, uh, there's a White Wolf AMA stream that's happening this Friday at uh, 10 a.m. Central, so 8 a.m. Pacific. Um, that I'm going to be hosting on this channel and attending. Normally, we're running calculated risks at that time. I will be hosting it. It's a one-hour stream, so we'll be starting calculated risks an hour late. Because if you follow White Wolf at all, you know that there's been a whole bunch of stuff going on. And this AMA is specifically about uh, White Wolf personnel addressing it. So, uh, oh, you're hosting it? I'll be I'll, well. It's on their channel, but I'll be hosting it on this channel as well. Oh, okay. And like, gonna, yeah, and I'm going to be participating in the chat probably as well. Um, so we're going to start our Friday game an hour late so that we can be here. So come if you listen to Calculators, come here anyway because it's going to be an interesting conversation. There's a lot of stuff going on. So. Um, uh, and I think it's an important talk for the community to have. Um, so I just thought I would bring that up before I forgot. So thank you for reminding me of that, Rachel. Yes. Um, and so next, that brings us to Roha. Tell us who you are, what you do, and who you're playing. Hi, my name's Roz. I'm in the Air Force, and partially why I was late tonight, so I appreciate you guys being awesome about that. I appreciate you um, serving our country. So. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, so I'm playing Roja, who's a mixed drow and surface elf who grew up on the surface. And her whole life, she's kind of been striving to find balance between the extremes 
especially being from both those worlds. And lately, she's been going through a lot of finding the balance with the people in their parties and the way they're all being torn and out of balance themselves. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens on this path with somebody who's in conflict. It's going to be a lot of fun. I really cannot wait for <laughs> next session. Well, we're both pretty full fighters, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, that'll come in handy in the Shadowfellow. It's a dangerous oh, spot. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Zomas, go ahead and tell us who you are, what you're doing, who you're playing. I am Sarah Sharnover. I am an author and a YouTuber, and I make videos about writing and my basic life shit. Um, and I do a lot of write-ins, so... That's like my big thing, so if you ever want to come write, that's a great place to go do that. Um, I play Zilmus. Zilmus is... I'm introducing my character to you, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I got confused. Uh, Zilmus is a warlock, and uh, she's really just kind of interested in finding things she's never seen before, and kind of cryptozoology and that kind of thing. And so is Sarah, so that works out well. Nice, nice. And uh, you got a uh, YouTube channel that they can subscribe to. And Absolutely. And that'll be in the description below, as well as several books you can pick up on Amazon. Um, and so lastly, that brings us to Akroma. Tell us who you are and who you're playing, please. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, good. Uh, sorry, I had to switch to my phone, and my phone was telling me weird things while you guys were talking. So it was a little weird. Um, but yeah, uh, what are we t just doing our intros? Yeah, just who you are, what you do, and who you're playing. Cool, cool. Yep, I am Tori Clark. I am an actress in Chicago, Illinois, and I am playing Acroma. And Acroma is a chaotic, neutral character who is always doing whatever she wants to do and. She wants to go find her dad, and I'm glad Zilmas came with me because we're on the track that everybody decided to take at the beginning. We're not going to go off it, so <laughs> we'll be stubborn go together. What Beautiful. What? I said we'll be stubborn together. Exactly. That's what we want to do. <laughs> so yeah. So we're we're excited to see where this leads us, and hopefully we don't burn in the sun. Yeah. Hopefully not. And do you have any events or anything coming up that you wanted to promote? Um, I should have an event at the end of July that kind of deals with the new, like, Teen Titans Go movie, but there's nothing official yet. So if you guys just follow me on Facebook at Tori Clark slash Victory Bell, uh, we'll see if there's a children's event for Teen Titans Go. Sweet, sweet. And those links will be in the descriptions where available as well. Um, and lastly, uh, I'm Travis. I'm the Dungeon Master. I write things for the DMs Guild and run shows on here. Um, I, we, if you notice on the screen, there's that uh, picture of a small problem, which was a module I made after like the first real sort of dungeon crawly adventure that we've done on the stream. And we released it on DMs Guild. Well, it has now been adapted to Fantasy Grounds by the talented and wonderful Rob Tui. So if you head over to uh, dmsguild.com, you can pick up a small problem for Fantasy Grounds, and it's got all the neat little Fantasy Groundsy uh, virtual tabletop stuff that you uh, would want to be able to run the adventure. So that's a neat uh, piece of news. Um, 
like I said before, 10 a.m. Uh, we'll be hosting the, the uh, Vampire the Masquerade AMA for an hour, and then we will be playing Calculated Risks again for an hour. And then um, next Monday we're on for the uh, Dungeon Masters Guildhall. Um, I will be speaking to Alex Clippinger um, at 2 p.m. Central Time on Monday the 16th. And he just put out a, a it's the number one book on the guild right now, Faiths of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, it's going to be a big, fun conversation. It should be a good time, so please tune in for that. If you haven't done so yet, please like, comment, uh, subscribe. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime, so you get one free sub a month. I'd love to be your free sub. You can get behind-the-scenes info about everything I do over at patreon.com forward slash Travis Leg. And everyone needs to go follow Mylena on uh, Instagram at Melina Deneno. Deneno, is that right? Did I pronounce it right? Yep. Yeah, you said it right. Um, and then send her a message and tell her to get the Dryder Rider shirt done. <laughs> and get it up in her store because Travis wants one. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, everybody that's uh, at, the, at the virtual table, thank you all for joining me. This was a, a huge blast. I can't wait. <laughs> for the next couple sessions. Um, and one last thing, ladies, before I bid you goodbye, you may level. Awesome. Yay! 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 You're going to need it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good luck. We will be back here in two weeks, uh, 8 p.m. Central. Thank you all so much. Thank you.